Top of the morning, Dan and Amy, President Trump certainly wouldn't back down on his commitment to keep the caravan out of this country, border security, and uh, essentially empowering and providing the civilian political backing to Border Patrol to do their jobs yesterday as many on the left complained about the use of tear gas on members of the caravan, crowds of the caravan, really, that attempted to bust into this country. Uh, Trump asked the question by the D.C. press corps before he left for Mississippi, saying this. Are you Uh, They're not, as you know, they're not. Uh, They had to use because they were being rushed by some very tough people, and uh, they used tear gas. And here's the bottom line. Nobody's coming into our country unless they come in legally. And uh, the bottom line from Rodney Scott, who's the chief Border Patrol agent for the San Diego sector, who spoke to CNN, is that uh, people that uh, he and his officers dealt with were not asylum seekers. So our, one of our primary missions is to make sure that we keep the border safe and secure. Uh, I kind of challenge that this was a peaceful protest um, or that the majority of these people were claiming asylum. Uh, we ended up making about 42 arrests. Only eight of those were uh, females and there were only a few children involved. The vast majority of the people we're dealing with are adult males. Similar to what we saw uh, the first wave of the caravan that came up about a week or so ago. Uh, the group immediately started throwing rocks and debris at our, at our agents, taunting the agents. Once our agents were assaulted and the numbers started growing, we had you know, two or three agents at a time initially facing hundreds of people at a time. Uh, they deployed tear gas to protect themselves and to protect the border. But uh, that was unpersuasive to the ACLU. Lee Gallant, deputy director of the ACLU's Immigrant Rights Project, said the tear gas was excessive. He said if they really were asylum seekers, they would have walked up with their hands up instead of he says throwing rocks. Yeah, well, look, no no one wants any border officer to be in danger. But from what we know, this was an overuse of force. I mean, there are women and children out there using tear gas in this situation does not seem justified. We are investigating the facts on the ground. But the border patrol has a history of using unnecessary force. Well, force that was directed under President Obama because during his time in office, 56 times tear gas pepper spray was used along the border. Well, the ACLU would say that was excessive then, too. What the ACLU won't say is what they think Border Patrol should do when uh, dozens, if not hundreds of people, bum rush their officers to try and get in this country illegally. That was the question, the follow-up question not asked of Mr. Gallant, to no one's surprise on CNN. For more on this topic, we're pleased to be joined by Mark Krikorian, who is the executive director for the Center for Immigration Studies. Mark, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Thank you. So uh, tear gas, excessive or not excessive in the no, circumstances? I mean, that's an absurd lie. I'm sorry. Um, this was not people lining up to apply for asylum. There was a protest. People signed, you know, let us in, that kind of thing. Normal protest. The Mexico was in Mexico, and they just, you know, allowed it. They weren't doing anything. But of the protest... Um, um, several hundred guys apparently broke off, pushed past the Mexican police, essentially assaulted the police, to try to rush through the border crossings, were stopped there. Instead, then, they found a gap in the fence because they're repairing the fence there, and dozens of them rushed through, through rocks and bottles at the Border Patrol officer, was a, you know, officers. There was a mob and they broke up the mob without using their guns. Nobody was shot. They used non-lethal methods. The idea that this is somehow outrageous is itself outrageous. There were no, it wasn't like a kindergarten class that they were uh, 
you know, uh, using uh, uh, tear gas on them. The tear gas was I mean, the kids and the women were most of them in the protest itself that wasn't rushing the border, but the wind carries this stuff the way it does. I mean, that's this is not only perfectly legitimate, um, this showed amazing restraint on the part of the border officers. And once they got through, they arrested 42 people, eight females and just a few children, correct? Right, because the people rushing the border and then trying to sneak through that opening in the fence figured, you know, this is their chance. They're going to go for it. If they were actual asylum seekers, their names would be on the list. They might have to wait a few weeks to get their turn for an interview. Um, but these guys didn't want to wait. And frankly, you know, part of the reason they didn't want to wait is because they know that they have no claim for asylum. Uh, the Central Americans are using an asylum claim as a way of getting past the border. They know they're not going to get it. They want to be released into the U.S. so that they can then disappear. Now, I mean, uh, given this story, it's sort of interesting, the juxtaposition of this story. The uh, Honduran president's brother, Juan Orlando Hernandez's brother, arrested in Miami, charged with drug trafficking, charged not just with drug trafficking, but frankly being a drug kingpin in Honduras. So, I mean, we're not. this is not to say that the, the cartels in Mexico and in Central America aren't real, and there may, may not be some asylum seekers that are seeking asylum for political or religious reasons targeted by the cartels or what have you. Um, but uh, we're supposed to distinguish those individuals from economic migrants, and the D.C. press corps just seems intent on uh, conflating the two issues. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, asylum, the bar for asylum has to be kept kind of high because otherwise everybody in the world would apply, you would be eligible for asylum. Right. Um, the fact is you have to be persecuted personally by your government because of your race, your religion, nationality, political opinion, or what's called membership in a particular social group. If you don't qualify in those, for instance, if what you want is just a better job because your country is poor, or even if you're fleeing 